I think 2022 investors will all, um, you know, learn the hard reality that meme stocks, you won't just get rich through meme stocks. Um, valuations will matter more. Um, you know, if you, if you look at the sell-offs in meme stocks, they're quite steep. And that's simply because investors don't know what they're investing in. They're selling the positions because they don't know what they're investing in. And they're emotionally attached to these kind of stocks. On this episode of Early Bird, Jake Sandu, a swing trader who is 20 years old, was featured in the Wall Street Journal and went from $9,000 to $109,000. Jake joins the podcast today to talk about meme stocks, fundamentals, and becoming a stock trader. If you're an investor looking to stay on top of the latest market trends, then you're listening to the right podcast. This is Early Bird, and I'm your host, Stephen Lerner. Before we get to today's discussion, let me tell you how you can save time and beat the market through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter featuring commentary about the latest trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and equity crowdfunding. Early Bird is designed to help individual and non-professional investors stay on top of all of the critical investing trends. The newsletter is 100% free and is sent to your email box each weekday morning. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, today's discussion. All right, welcome to the Early Bird Podcast. Jake, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Stephen? I'm doing swell. Thank you so much. It is a pleasure to speak with you. Uh, We are now more than a year removed since the famous meme stock revolution. And today we're talking to Jake, uh, your sw- a swing trader who uh, received a lot of attention during the, that meme stock revolution. And uh, some background, You've, you turned a $9,000 investment um, into over $100,000. It was 7,000 pounds to 82,000 um, pounds. Yeah. And you're only 20, 20 years old and you're a full-time swing trader. That, that is incredible. Yeah, it's correct. That's correct. And, um, you know, stock market has been crazy. You know, meme stocks, mm. you know, you can make, thanks to meme stocks, you know, I was able to do this. Um, and, you know, it has helped retail very much recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Jake, you were in, uh, featured in two different Wall Street Journal articles, uh, one from last year, one recently in, in late January. Um, talking yeah. about meme stocks. Uh, so before we talk about the current stock market, I think the audience is very interested to hear a little bit about you, um, your background. You got the seven thousand dollars, I or seven thousand pounds, I believe, from uh, reselling sneakers effectively. Yeah, a- and so yeah, that's correct. And so, how'd you get into stocks? Yeah, so um, well, it was quite a while ago. Um, I, you know, in 2017, at 15 years old, I discovered the financial markets. You know, and that was predominantly FX and crypto. And I was getting into FX and investing into crypto. And um, at the time, then I was doing graphic design and videography. Um, and that's when I, you know, kind of get got a feel for the markets and um, in general. Um, and then. I got into reselling sneakers and then I got some money together and I just wanted to make my money grow and, you know, get capital working for me. I mean, FX, you know, when you're day trading, you know, it's quite stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, I just something that could work for me and, you know, it's a bit more easier to do. 
Um, so yeah, when when the stocks crashed during the pandemic, um, I saw that as an opportunity, and that's where you know I started investing into stocks then because you know it was it was, it was prices were at, you know astonishing levels and crashed at astonishing levels. So it was a great opportunity to get into the market then. Mm, absolutely, a lot of investors did that. Um, there are a lot of new investors in the market since the pandemic started. Um, yeah. So you made a lot of the money from the meme stock trade, correct? Yeah, that's correct. How, how did you get into that? Did you just go on to social media, Twitter or Reddit and and found out about it? How did you get involved? Well, I actually, myself, I actually got sucked into the meme stock rally. I didn't, I wasn't really expecting it. Um, like firstly, when I, I, I first got into stocks, I invested into a cinema chain, a UK cinema chain called uh, Cineworld. Mm-hmm. Um and that actually led to my thesis into investing into AMC. I I caught it literally before the hype. It was at around two dollars thirty three or something like that. Um, so I got into I got into that, and I was only expecting you know maybe like a hundred percent or something. That was what I was targeting it at. Um, like Sydney World and AMC, they had similar problems to do with deaths, etc. Um, so you know, got into AMC, and then I saw we I, I saw GME rallying. And, you know, and then it started to grow onto AMC, that kind of hype. And then that's where it happened, where the boom happened with AMC. So, yeah, I sort of got sucked into it. You know, I invested into AMC thinking it was a viable investment. And then, you know, the, the meme stock mania happened. Mm. And, and here we are. And so you, you, yeah. you made the, tra- the trade into AMC and, and GameStop. Uh, but yeah. famously in this... Uh, in these Wall Street Journal articles, you're known for a different trade into a, a natural gas exporter, correct? Yeah, that's correct. T- tell me a little bit about that company and how did you get involved? Yeah, so um, I found Talora in via YouTube um, and it was one, one of the key players in um, Talora and it's Chirisuhi, um, who invest, you know, informs investors via YouTube. Um, so I was in meme stocks. I was looking for something more with, you know, greater fundamentals, you know, strong structure um, and, you know, good management. So I found I found Talorin via YouTube and then I started to invest into into that stock. Uh, when did you remember about when you kind of got into Talorin? Was it about a year ago? Yeah, it was about 2021. Yeah, around okay. that time. Got it. And so... Um, the, the journal wanted to know why you, you invested in the company. And you, it sounds like you like the fundamentals. Is that kind of, as a swing trader, is that really what attracts you to a stock is really the fundamentals? Yeah, um, fundamentals are key. I mean, as you see, as you're seeing in this market right now, we're seeing, mm. you know, the memes fell off because they don't really have uh, any fundamentals. Um, and so, you know, I got into Tellurian for the fundamentals um, because you know people are, are very emotionally attached to the meme stocks. Um, I've kind of moved on from meme stocks. I mean, it's oh. a great way to get profits. Um, you know, I've been in and out of meme stocks um, just to make some quick quick money. But really, in the long in the long run, fundamentals do matter. So, so that's why I'm investing in Tron. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, as a as a as a swing trader, you trade daily. This is this is your full time job, right? Yeah, I do this full time. Um, you know, 
my parents didn't really agree with me doing it first. Um, but however, like I've managed to prove them wrong. Um, so yeah, like it's, it's, it's been great, you know, getting involved into the markets. It's so interesting how everything works. I've still got a lot to learn, but you know, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. You said, um, you know, you, you're still trying to learn a few things. What, what's on your radar? What do you want to learn next? Um, well, digging into balance sheets, um, you know, more fundamentals. I, I do understand how important fundamentals are. Um, you know, just doing more research, um, you know, understanding things like yields and all, you know, all these other things that are important in the market that moves it. Um, interest rates, etc. Um, you know, how, how the Fed works. You know, these things are very important that drives the stock market and impacts it on a daily basis. Um, like right now, we're seeing, you know, a probability of interest rates rising. We're seeing inflation and stuff, things like that, huh. you know, is impacting leading to the sell-offs in stocks. Um, so I think it's very important to know these things. A lot of people don't know these things. You know, some are purely technical based. I used to be purely technical based, but... I'm slowly transitioning into understanding these key market movers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of what got you in the Tellurian trade. Uh, when you when you look at Tellurian, what you know, the stock hasn't in the past year, you know, been so good. It's gone down the past year. It, are, are you still confident that long term this was a good investment to Tellurian? Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty confident it's quite a, a good long term investment. Um, right now, they're in the developing stage. They're developing the LNG. LNG production and export facility, and it's estimated to be worth about twelve billion. Mm. Um, you know, we're waiting for the actual project to start. They've started started construction, um, but you know they've still got a long way to go. And if, like with Tarif, he's always delivered on his promises. Um, you know, when he co-founded Chenya Energy, um, that is a very well-known. Um, company within the LNG industry and he's got, gone on to you know found Tellurian so if you look at um Chirisu, his track record and now you know you you will be confident in investing into this company interesting have you um have spoken to anybody from the company because you sound pretty confident in it have you spoken to the CEO uh, or anybody involved uh, no, not at all. But I've I've, I've interacted with the Tellurian community via Discord, you know, mm. other investors, um, you know, to, just to see how they're feeling with Tellurian and what information they may have. Um, and you know, it's looking very good. Um, with there was a report that came out by Morgan Stanley as well. They even said there's an eight percent probability at FID to occur. Um, that's a final investment decision. That's when the actual project happens, and every, every, everything they've been working for over the years, it, you know, the project takes place and start construction the facility. Um, Morgan Stanley even said that you know they have a price target of eight dollars per share and twenty three dollars per share as a bull case. So, you know, even the big boys are jumping on as well. Good analysis. When we return, we'll hear from Jake about what a normal day is like for a swing trader and his view of the market in 2022. But first, let me tell you how you can become a more informed investor through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter. Early Bird has commentary on the latest events and trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and crowdfunding. 
With Early Bird's daily weekday email, investors can quickly stay on top of the trends and beat the market. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, back to today's discussion. So Jake, um, I want to get an idea about your day as a, as a swing trader. Well, what, what does a normal day look like for you? Yeah, so I, I literally go for my watch list. Um, I have a watch list broken down from high alert to medium alert, low alert of all the stocks. Um, and I'll just simply just scan through these stocks. Um, and it's, it's pretty, pretty much a stress-free day. I might go through Twitter, um, gauge the market sentiment, what, see what's hot, um, do some technical analysis, um, do some analysis into other stocks that are, you know, are on my watch list. Um, and yeah, it's pretty, pretty much a simple day really um, for myself. With swing trading, you know, you can hold positions over a long period of time and, you know, it's very much stress-free compared to day trading where you have to look at, you know, all all the other factors in the market. And so, yeah. Yeah, it, cer- it certainly sounds like it, it's a lot better than day trading. Um, you, you made a lot of money through the meme stock trade, but as you said earlier in our conversation, you've sort of moved uh, past that. Um, so are, yeah. are meme stocks, in your opinion, no longer as viable an option in 2022? Um, yeah, I think 2022 investors will, um, you know, learn the hard reality that meme stocks, you won't just get rich through meme stocks. Um, valuations will matter more. Um, you know, if you, if you look at the sell-offs in meme stocks, they're quite steep. And that's simply because investors don't know what they're investing in. They're selling the positions because they don't know what they're investing in. And they're emotionally attached to these kind of stocks. So, you know, fundamentals do master and within 2022, you know, after this sell-off in this market, they, they these investors will get a reality check um, and, you know, the stock market doesn't care about your emotions, not, not at all. Mm, you're right. You got to keep your emotions in check as a trader. Um, look, yeah. Looking at this current stock market here in 2022, uh, what are your impressions of it? Um, well, January is one of the worst Januaries in like 10 years or something like that. You know, these, the, it's one of the worst Januaries because valuations are so over the top. We've had a a major rally. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we've seen a pullback. We've seen also like inflation worries, um, you know, interest rates could go up. Um, I think the stock market might, may be harder to, pick stocks um so you know it's important to get into stocks that are have that have strong fundamentals Mm. absolutely um are there any particular sectors that jump out at you so far in 2022 um at the moment it's well natural gas i'm investing into natural gas Mm -hmm. uh and other sectors is is simply what the future you know what what's good for the future um so like ev um could be a good sector um yeah you said ev uh, some of the ev stocks have uh had a rough start to the year um yeah are you still bullish on, on evs 
Well, not not for the moment, um, you know, because if, if you look at EVs, if you looked at uh, Rivian, they, mm-hmm. they, you know, they were valued at 134 billion and they had zero sales. So, <laughs> you know, so, you know, the, the market is so mad right now. Like, um, you know, we have to wait for the market sentiment to change. Um, I wouldn't be chasing any positions, rushing into anything at the moment. Yeah. Um, just simply, you know, wait for the market sentiment to change. Um, so, yeah. What um what do you think? Uh, you know, here we are in February. Are, are the big factors and trends that are driving the market? Is it you know the pandemic still? Is it inflation? Is it the role of central banks? What well, what are you looking at? Um, I think it's a combination of those factors. Like we've had um, you know the pandemic, and then you know infl- because of the pandemic, we've had inflation mm-hmm. occur. Um, so all these factors are are affecting the market when the pandemic happened we actually had stocks rallied uh stocks rallied but now like it's starting to take a toll on these stocks because everything's overheated valuations are, are over the top mm. let me ask you you're 20 um and you had yeah. a great year as a as a full-time swing trader is this what yeah. you envision doing for the rest of your life or is is is, is there other dreams and ambitions you have well, you know, I, I hope to do this for a long time, but I also want to, you know, go into property. Mm. Um, I don't just rely on the stock market, um, you know, for an income. Um, I want to get into maybe property um, and that that will be funded by stocks, I hope. Mm. Um, and so, yeah. Definitely. Alternatives are big. So, um, like, you mean like re- real estate and crypto and other types of alternatives? Yeah. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Definitely should be part of a portfolio for many investors. Although I definitely mm-hmm. say, speak to a financial advisor; they'll they'll be able to help you with determining your portfolio allocation for each asset. Um, you know, Jake, I'm sure we have some listeners who are, you know, listening to this podcast and wondering how can I be a, a full time swing trader? How can I turn, you know, seven thousand pounds into eighty two thousand pounds? What what what's the secret? What 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 advice? would you share for those investors out there who are interested in something like that? Um, well, there, there, there is no secret. There's no magic sauce or anything like that. It's simply putting in the work, uh, doing your research, uh, constantly on the charts, you know, analyzing, always being willing to be a learner and, you know, never a master. It's literally just keep working, keep, keep trying to better yourself in the market, learning from your mistakes also managing your risk that's a very important factor because not not a lot of many, many people in the market manage their risk um and you know not many people do not come out profitable in the market so if you want to be profitable you have to put in the work yeah. and and by work what kind of you mean like looking up going to different social media websites and platforms what 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 kind of work and research um do you prefer um yeah so Going through social media platforms is, is quite a good. You you know, there's so many Twitter um, tickers that come across on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can gauge, you know, the social sentiment on these on these stocks. Um, also, going you know, going on Finviz, Finviz um, using a stock scanner. You know, digging through stocks yourself, um, and also just literally just researching on companies. Going through going through the watch lists. Um, take you know. And that, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. 
I'm curious, besides the natural gas company, or, or, is there maybe any other stock that you might have your eye on or any other recommendation, you, uh, maybe in terms of a sector that you would suggest traders um, take a look at right now? Um, yeah, I think I'm more natural gas, to be honest. Um, I mean, I do have many stocks on my watch list, but... Um, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would be comfortable enough to recommend them to people. <laughs> Got it, um, Jake. Uh, before we go, where if people want to find you, where where should they find you? Is Twitter the best place? Yeah, Twitter at Jake Sandu Zero. Awesome, Jake. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Early Bird Podcast and sharing your background and your history. Um, and your thoughts on the current market. Uh, before we wrap up the podcast, I just have one final question, and it is the big question of today. Um, and since it's February and the Olympics are here, uh, the big question yeah. is, Jake, if you were in the Olympics, um, what would be your event? Event? Um, event? Um... I'd be like what what event I would take part in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I'll be a sprinter. I'll be a sprinter, yeah. Awesome. That sounds fun. Why sprinter? I don't know. I can I can run fast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again to Jake Sandu for sharing your insights on swing trading. And thank you to everyone for listening to today's discussion. We'll be back next week for another episode of Early Bird. Have a great day.